0: I'm yeah, getting happens. that with all of you, so...
1: Anthony, I assume that's just because your computer doesn't have a ton of RAM or something, you know?
0: Wow, shade. Yeah, you gotta say that publicly. He's gotta come out with that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe my computer's got too much RAM. I'm just not dedicating any of it to you, Alex. You ever think about... Maybe you're low on my computer's that's RAM priority list. <laughs> no, no, you wanna, you wanna talk about shit about my video code, too, while you're at it? <laughs> what do you think about my GPU? Huh? How many, was my GPU good enough for you?
1: Maybe that's what it is. You have a great computer, but then someone's mining Bitcoin without your permission. Maybe that's what I'm doing. Maybe this what? whole podcast is a secret Bitcoin operation.
2: Oh, I'm in.
3: Yeah. I lied about the tech thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, people on the internet are using your computer to mine Bitcoin. There's a good chance that's happening.
1: And then
3: they're oh, using the Bitcoin
1: to buy you. heroin.
3: Well, I mean, at least my computer's being, like, you know helpful
0: yeah yeah It's i mean yeah. it, it's yeah. mostly you know being used for transactions and like hu- the human organ
1: traffic trade but yeah yeah a lot well, of that, maybe yeah. some
3: people saved lives you don't it know. Is, yeah
1: yeah <laughs> those lives were taken from other people but they're still yeah, saving yeah. a life
3: i mean sure. it's a real
0: one in one out type of system <laughs> i mean if you want to look at <laughs>
1: Good afternoon, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about the recognition of greatness and also um, Kobe Bryant. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a great panel with me today. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez. Part two on Twitter. It's Mr. Anthony Lopez.
0: I'm so excited to be here. I'm glad the world finally makes sense again and is fair now that Roger Deakins finally has as many Oscars as Kobe Bryant. I feel real good about
1: that. that what a me,
0: what a mixed I mean, blessing the, that was. The world is, everything is fair because as the the world giveth it taketh away. So it's just you know <laughs> zero sum game, like you said, Alex.
1: Absolutely. Also joining us today at abusive Lisa on Twitter. She's actually very nice. Plays uh, in Queens, New York. It's it's Lisa Battle.
3: Guys, I'm an old lady, so I'm the only safe bet in finding a Hollywood actor who hasn't fallen to the Me Too problem. So I'm just going to present all the awards today.
1: I mean, uh, I have waited to find out about you, and it turns out (laughs) you are into this kidney-stealing thing. But other than that, (laughs) you're pretty good. You're pretty on the right side of things.
3: Yeah, yeah. Apart from the kidney-stealing, but being like 80 years old and a woman, I have not. I've not um i don't know sexually harassed. <laughs> maybe i did sexually harass but there isn't any recordings of it so i'm gonna go there, on stage there, and present there is
1: one that i want to <laughs> talk about later it's a little bit weird uh from <laughs> from a woman but that is it uh in but first uh rounding out our panel today uh making this debut on the show at mohanad elsheki on twitter spelled just like it sounds and, uh, <laughs> uh, also he's one of the co-hosts along with Anthony and I, uh, of Earthquake Hurricane, Portland's best stand-up comedy show. Please welcome to the show, Mohamed el Sheki.
2: Hey there! Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy to be living in a time where, uh, the Fish Tribe is wi- finally winning an Oscar. Or five Oscars.
1: Uh, it's been a weird time leading up to it, but we finally made it there.
2: Yeah, uh, I think Fish had had it coming for a long time. <laughs> And they, uh, uh, and now they're finally recognized. Yeah.
1: But we, but it turns out if you have sex with a peach, not at all Oscars. You get zero yeah. Oscars for that.
2: No, it, it no, has I to be in a weird uh, hot tub.
0: <laughs> the the guy. I mean, technically, the guy who wrote took that scene from a book to another type of paper. Oh, you're he right. He got the Oscar. You know, I forgot about that one. He did <laughs> all the heavy lifting. Yeah.
3: I'm still mad about that Oscar. Are you really? Oh, yeah, no, because I really, really, really believed in Logan, and I want to stand on my Logan hill. And I'm just going to, like, I don't care. I will scream into the darkness that Logan should have won, and I'm still pissed.
1: Wow.
3: That is not a joke. <laughs> I mean, it is a joke because nobody's with me on my hill, but that's why I'm on the hill. I, I would like to see this.
0: Patrick uh, Stewart at least nominated just as, like, a n- nod for Logan. Uh, no. I didn't, no.
3: It should have won best adapted screenplay because it was the first time a comic book has ever gotten nominated as a best adapted screenplay, and it was so fucking good. And, and it's
1: and it's adapted from like was there an actual comic book that that was based on, yeah, or was old it just Man like Logan. based on the characters?
3: It was based on uh, Old Man Logan, which uh, was a okay. seri- series of where he was old.
1: I mean, that is interesting. <laughs> I, I mean, not that part. That sounds boring. But like the. Uh, that is an interesting thing for this category. Um, we'll, I know. Let's, let's talk more about these in a second. But first, um, let me tell you about the show, t- What's you, what you guys have coming up. This is episode number 431 of the program. We have not in as many episodes as the number of consecutive weeks. Drake had a song on the Billboard Top 100. Oh, wow. So we're like tied That's with amazing. Drake. If instead of being on the Billboard Top 100, you just mean put out a show.
0: Wait, which are show? You, is 431? Yeah so we are you pretty- also gonna
2: start
1: go ahead, Mo. Oh, are you go ahead are
2: you also gonna no i said are, are you also gonna start giving the like people money away and just like uh filming that like yeah we exactly do like drake did
1: yeah we do have a grocery store where we're gonna let anybody buy anything up to a dollar
2: oh is it gonna be in the form of bitcoin <laughs>
1: yeah, right? <I> mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll give away all of our bitcoin that way
3: there, there's a mind dope. on my computer
1: there's a mind on yeah. the computer during this fake <laughs> podcast that no one's listening to yeah. it's just a Bitcoin money. Uh, I think we've explained this bit that happened before we started recording well enough that people get it now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> sure um, they do.
1: Yeah. As you guys probably knew already, it was uh, May 2009 was the first time Drake snuck onto the Billboard Top 100 and it lasted until August of last year, which is a record. Oh. The, the, the second longest is Lil Wayne, who was up at, at 326 consecutive weeks and Rihanna at oh, wow. 216 yeah that's amazing it is amazing he was up there for a long ass time speaking of impressively long times this week we're talking about the 2018 oscar broadcast boy long show huh and in case you don't know it's a long show (laughs) jimmy kimmel will keep reminding you how long it is which is what really makes it fly by
3: yeah yeah especially for us east coasters who have to work in the morning yeah. We just want to know. We just want to know if Guillermo got it. And you just sit there the whole time waiting.
1: I don't believe God that, God that Guillermo, Guillermo Jotoro right? is real. I think he is a cartoon <laughs> character. Those glasses, he's, there's no way that's just, a real person.
0: He's just uh, Doug is, Jones he, in a costume. <laughs> I know the
1: exact. I don't know who it is, but somebody, it's, that is a uh, Mike Myers character or something. Oh. There is something. That going dude is on. more
2: of a concept. Yeah, <laughs> <He is. laughs>
1: What? All right. Uh, so why are we why are we talking about the Oscars? We've never done that before. In fact, this was my first time watching the entirety of the Oscars. It being really? so long, I tend Congrats. to watch like, bits and pieces. Um, Not same. Anthony, why are we doing this?
0: Uh, because we we taught we had a pre-Oscar show last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. and uh, it seemed like a thing that I was excited to do this that's why we're doing this i think yeah yeah that's why
1: that's why i pitched it to you not so you could explain something you didn't understand it's just when we were scheduling out episodes you said it would be fun to talk about the oscars after they happened and like focus on the broadcast so also what we picked a great time this is the lowest ever viewership the oscars has received really yeah oh wow they got crushed this year it's like down 16 percent from last year which was a previous low record
3: do you think it's because of the distrust And like it's all rigged and because they got it wrong last year?
1: I like to think it's because of me. Like we announced we were doing this show and everyone was like, Ugh, jump the shark. I'll just catch the podcast version. I don't need to (laughs) (laughs) watch the show.
0: Uh, I like to think it was you know, people just upset Casey Affleck couldn't make it. I know a lot of people were rooting for him to show up. (laughs) Uh Isn't this, like, this has been the, you know, a downward trend with the Oscars? I think last year's... The Oscars have been getting, you know, longer and a less entertaining show. I think the last few years have been very bad. And it's the type of thing, you know, like, you pay... The next one pays for the sins of the last one, right? Right. I think the show getting worse does that. I do... I know, Alex. You said this is your first. You and says your first Oscar. I've watched the Oscars almost every year I've been alive. Yeah. Uh, I think this is one of the best that I've ever watched. Just in terms of like the way it ran, uh, I liked it, it. Was very simple. There wasn't like f- like giant musical numbers. It was like a little monologue up front. They had yeah. like two sketches. They did. It was. It felt stripped down and simple this year.
1: I, I I've and, seen like parts of a lot of oscars or i've seen like recaps the last few years or last year i watched like half of it and i foolishly had scheduled something two hours later not realizing <laughs> that they're not even like, at
0: editing at that point.
1: i know and i was like there's <laughs> no way the show goes past two hours uh it was crazy oh no but, but i've watched like the recaps a bunch of years and i did feel like th- i mean this did feel like a solid one to me i had a i had a good time it was long but i had a very nice time and of course if i liked it No surprise. I went to the internet, and everyone was furious about the miserable bad Oscars that had happened.
3: Really? Yeah, I saw so much hate this morning. People were mad about like the actual winners, but I always like it how when they say they don't like it, but like as in they is an Oscar group that's in like a room somewhere. Yeah, (laughs) but it's like all of the actors that. And technicians like get to vote on it. So, like, I always think it's weird when they have conspiracy theories about the Oscars. Oh, well, that is.
1: I mean, I, who else is I, the, I, sorry, stupid question, Anthony. Who else yeah. is voting? So it's it's uh, everybody in the Academy of Arts and Motion. Yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, we all know what it stands for. So I don't have to explain it. But why? Who is involved? People who have been nominated for
0: Oscars or worked on films in Oscars, you get to vote. If okay, so if you're like a cinematographer, you get nominated for best Academy Award or whatever, you get to vote for x amount of years as long as you have a film that is like in, at least up for like I think it has to be at least up for consideration or nominated. You get to like stay in the Academy, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. get a vote on fields exclusively dedicated to what you work in, except for Best Picture. Everyone gets the vote for Best Picture. So it's oh, wait, only so cinematog- only
1: actors are voting for Best Actors? Yes. yes. Only
0: actors are voting for actors. Only cinematographers are voting for cinematographers. Only editors vote for editors. So it is... Oh, I like everyone, this way more now. I wish I yeah, knew that. And everyone <laughs> gets a vote at Best Picture. That's the way well, the Academy that's works. That's a
1: cool system. I, I also yeah, thought it was why a shady actually, day. it's actually, like,
3: legit. Like, like, the fact that people are not just randomly picking uh sound mixing. So like sound mixers know their craft. Yeah. So like, that's I mean, why I'm always like, it's not they, it's the people, it's oh, their
1: yeah. peers. Good point. Mo, what are you going to
2: say? I mean, that, uh, no, that that would make sense. I wish they do the same with comedy or something. As in oh, a like, a comedian's uh, choice uh, of like, comedy. Yeah. Really instead of play. like a radio, a radio DJ. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's how a lot of contests uh, for comedy end up being—is just some random people. But I, yeah. I, I almost disagree with comedy because I feel like with comedy, comedians are like the most broken people uh, <laughs> with some of the worst taste. Like a comedian's comedian is almost always somebody who is like not actually funny, but is just weird enough that comics love it. Because I feel that's like I'm, I'm deadened to the surprise that is inherent in good comedy. I just can't be surprised. Like there was that. There was that. Uh, um, this American Life, where they talk to the uh, editors, The Onion, and they were like, "If we all laugh at something in the writers' room, we never run that joke because we know yeah, it's too sense. weird and messed up." The stuff, the <laughs> stuff that we vote, the way that we always Look. run is when we tell a joke and everyone goes, hmm, that's when you know it's actually good because we're just like admiring the work without laughing.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. I would but, love to see the Academy Awards that's just, like, ran by the cynical, broken people in Hollywood, <laughs> who are just like, what's the best picture of the year? Transformers 5 is what the animals want. Well, yeah, we do know. There's
1: Oscars, but, like, you know, God's system is how much money your movie made. So that's what really matters. That's true. Which was well, Star Wars? I mean, what was it last year?
0: Uh, I, I think last year's top to was either Star Wars. I mean, I know Wonder Woman was up there.
1: Uh, yeah which got nothing right i mean that is one thing that i was i feel strange about as a like relative newcomer to this process is like it does feel weird to have something like that like wonder woman that was great and enjoyable and you know uh and incredibly commercially successful and breaking barriers and like just not even not even a wink like at least star wars we got to have mark hamill ruining the introduction of another oscar
0: I mean, we had Gail Gadot uh, ruining the people's viewing of A Wrinkle of Time.
3: (laughs) I know. know? It was really rude.
1: That is a good point. She did come in with a hot dog cannon. (laughs) Um, uh,
3: Continuing to say that this is better than the Oscars. Did you hear that? She said it around ten times. She's like, being here is better than the Oscars. You you could just go to movies
1: anytime, lady? (laughs)
3: Yeah. I
1: mean, (laughs) I... I, uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm what sure if being she in the just Oscars. got hooked to interrupting other people's movies? <laughs> oh, that's what it is. This is better than the Oscars. I'm ruining someone's night. Gal Gadot prank show. That's her new future. I'm sure it is actually a, a kind of a shit show to sit through because it is so long. Uh, uh, yeah. Watching it in a theater would be a long... I mean, I, I hate a movie over 90 minutes, so the idea of being in a theater like this for five, six hours is pretty how, rough. How, how long was it? That's a good question. I don't actually know the runtime.
0: Yeah. Time. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, it started at five. It ended here at nine forty-five. Like it actually ended a little early. Like I was not to skip immediately to the end of the show, but I was kind of surprised that Jimmy didn't give that guy like a minute to talk. Like they just played off the producer On the, for a shape of Water. Oh yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> oh such a yeah. That, well, that was win. weird. I
1: think that was such a bizarre point. Yeah, totally. It was so yeah. Three three fifty was what it ran. Um.
0: Last Uh, year's Oscars ran like, I think, 415 or 420 or something like that. It was like a really long show last year.
1: That is rough. Uh, It was. According to IMDb, (laughs) highest grossing movies of 2017, Star Wars, Last Jedi, Guardians of the Galaxy, Beauty and the Beast, Despicable Me, Fate of the Furious, Transformers, Pirates of the Caribbean, Justice League. This isn't... uh, Wonder Woman isn't even on the top. Or Wonder Woman is... Was that two years ago? That
3: no, Wonder no, Woman was this year.
1: Oh, it's, it's yeah, this 12th. Year. There it is. Yeah. It's 12th. It, it lost to Thor Ragnarok and barely oh. beat Cars 3.
0: What well, are you That's doing? You're doing, woman, uh, you're doing international gross, right? You should really look at the domestic gross because Wonder Woman beats almost all of those movies. Uh, domestic.
1: Uh, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm just looking at IMDb's list of <laughs> highest grossing in 2017.
3: 2017.
1: Hmm. Oh, no. Huh damn it google is the worst sometimes that's the first thing it surfaced and that was somebody guessing back in january that was oh not God. actually yeah. the results yeah. why would you, why show, you me show me that me? all right sorry well. no one wants to watch, listen to the podcast alex google's wrong so let's <laughs> jump into the oscars oh by the way if you want to force us to pick to watch anything of your choice you can become a meat buddy. go to readdishweep.com slash meet buddies or you can spend several years secretly becoming my friend and and Comedy buddy, and then co host, and then you can make me watch the Oscars. So that's what it takes, you guys. Your choice. Rediscover.com slash Meet Buddies. Let's talk about the winners. Let's talk about the results. I, I feel like there's like three main things there's winners, there's the theater of the show, and there's the uh, outfits, and then there's also the Walmart box ad. So that's the four topics, really. Um, so let's talk about the actual results. Um, this is the first year I've participated in a uh, an Oscar pool. I did one with Anthony yeah. and his wife and a couple other people. Uh, Lisa, you said you also were in a pool this year?
3: Yeah. How did you um, do? Which, it was a scam, man. Um, <laughs> well, so my trivia team, because that's the kind of girl I am. Yeah. Um, my, my trivia team is, like, there's two, like, really good film people who actually were film nerds in, mm-hmm. I mean, majors, not just nerds, like, film majors. Um, which is really great in trivia. And we've, gotten, we've won like a bunch of times. I have $50 to this one bar because they're so good at movies. Um, wow. And so then they were like, be in my Oscar pool. And it's just basically like, hey, Lisa, give me $10. <laughs> um, and that's what it was. <laughs> so I gave them my money and then they won because that's how it goes when you play with people who um, watch all of the movies and know them very well. Um, and then pool you
1: don't. <laughs> that he brought me into uh or I guess uh, is this your wife's pool technically she did all the spreadsheet I think yes. But yes it's it's her pool and the there were maybe six seven of us in it and instead of money the the winner got to choose one thing that all of the losers have to watch oh. and uh oh. I finished in a close second place I mean it was so the winner uh, our friend Adam got 15 out of 24 Oscars correct, and I only got 14. Anthony came in third with 13. I got four. You got four. <laughs> I think you either bet with oh, your wow. heart or didn't Google.
3: Oh no, no, no! I bet with my heart, 100. percent I decided not to research because bullshit. That like I just wanted to go with what I wanted. So yeah, I was standing on lots of hills. I like, I, I, yeah,
2: like... I, f- I feel the same too. Yeah, you were. Just I, I a big six just... to win.
3: I knew the big sick wasn't yeah, going to win, but I wanted them to win.
1: So, so, Mo, what was your what was your heart saying then? What would you have done?
2: It, 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 here's the thing: I watched the Oscars for two reasons. I wanted to get out to win all the Oscars, uh-huh. <laughs> and I wanted and I wanted to see Boss Baby lose. That's it.
3: Oh, see, I, I wanted Boss Baby to win because it would be great upset. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, but still. I would like all, yeah. All, I just want all the people at DreamWorks Animation to finally be rewarded for their hard work.
3: Yeah,
0: and, <laughs> and for that one, just so they really have trouble sleeping for the rest of their lives. Like, what did we do differently with Boss Baby? I was surprised that we that they didn't I, do with Shrek.
1: I feel like it best animated feature is the one where they were like, "Listen, guys, just put anything out, and you get to say it's Oscar nominated." I mean, it's really easy. Just make one; you're automatically in the top six.
3: Yeah, I like how the the people of Coco were like so. Ex- we're like nobody's surprised. Man. Yeah, why that's that just,
1: was? It was a little it. insulting that they were pretending to be surprised. <laughs> well, th- th- that's my okay. Yeah. So like, that's
0: my favorite thing about the animation category every year. that it's it's not what like you can just pit up anything. Here's what it is: it's a Pixar movie that's going to win. Uh-huh. It is a like trashy cash grab, lowest common na- denominator like. Minions or like DreamWorks movie, and then it's like three things that a team of six people made yeah. over like 20 years and spent all of yeah. their heart and soul and mortgaged their houses to make, and then they lose to the Disney. That's what happened. Did you see Breadwinner?
2: <laughs>
3: did see uh, did anybody no? see Breadwinner? No, so we're all not. horrible people. Like, yeah, that exactly. looked like a really good, meaningful <laughs> <laughs> movie.
1: It did. Uh, isn't Loving Vincent the one that was like painted? Yeah. yeah, like yeah. every frame was painted like a, yeah, exactly. that looks it's like, incredible. How did that lose to not even P- Pixar's top five movies?
0: Because it happens every
1: year.
3: And okay, I really but like, Coco. like, fuck
1: you, buddy. Coco was
3: great. <laughs> <laughs> that opening when you see the, de- the 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 like Land of the Dead, like that was yeah. a cool, I, pretty, was cool. Yeah, it cool. It was cool. It was very impressive,
1: but it wasn't hand painted. Mm. It, was well, it wasn't, it wasn't of... an oil painting. I don't know. <laughs>
3: okay, but computer generating doesn't mean that you're like just sort of magically making it happen. You actually yeah. have... It's time consuming. Yeah.
1: You
0: don't just Google like beautiful assets and then hit vendor and then be like done, sweet. <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm <laughs> confident that that's what uh, <laughs> uh, like DreamWorks does for a lot of their stuff, but I, I don't think that's what everyone does. Um, um, Anthony, I thought what they was just motion strategy? captured...
3: I thought they just motion captured Alec Baldwin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they did. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just made his body a little bit smaller. I have yeah. not seen Boss Baby either. Isn't that that's the insulting part about all this? Is like, what if Boss Baby's actually really solid and we don't know?
3: No, that? I've I have seen it on a it plane. It, it, it
1: is not good. I've seen it's, it on a plane, and
3: I will let you know it is not good. But I did cry because it doesn't take much.
0: Yeah, a baby I, I decided not to watch it because I'm going to wait for the Netflix series of Boss Baby to be <laughs> complete and then watch the entire oh, run in like one weekend. That's my goal.
1: You're saying that like that's a real thing. Is that a real thing?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a Netflix series. It's like coming out very
1: soon. No.
0: Yeah. How did it not? not Oh,
1: wait. You know what? The hold on a second. The the tagline of the movie Boss Baby is "Born Leader," which is pretty solid, actually. If you were the one in charge of coming up with Boss Baby puns for the poster, it's pretty good. (laughs) Right. I mean, you couldn't beat that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Let's watch Winner.
1: I, that's a category why isn't there an oscar for best tagline i'd watch that <laughs> and then like 42 people come on stage and they're like yeah we are the advertising firm and we kicked around a lot of baby puns but jim suggested you know born leader and we were all like that's pretty good but let's put it up on the blue board we'll see what we decide later and
2: Oh, that's amazing, yeah, to see an intern win sometimes. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, so, Anthony, let me ask you this, so since I um, destroyed you in this, what was your strategy, what was your losing <laughs> Oscar pool strategy this year? Uh,
0: I, I go with a little, I don't do any research, you guys keep saying to me, I'm surprised, like, I, I just kind of go with a combination of gut feeling and what I hope and want. Yeah. Uh, so that's sort of what I went with this deal.
1: I tried really hard never to do something because I I wanted it because uh, that that's how you lose money as a gambler. Not that this was mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. but I so I tried to be smart about things. The only reason when I when I say research, I mean like for things I had never heard of. So like the um, uh, it was like animated shorts I didn't see. I did see the animated live action, so I had my an opinion. But for like animated shorts, I didn't. I didn't see any of them, so I just read the premises and made a decision based on the premise, and that did not serve me very well. As I picked "Revolting Rhymes" and uh, "Dear Basketball," one which I found oh, very strange. I got that
3: one. It was great, but, but see, that's the point, though. If you go with your heart, which is what I did, and you're the only one who wins, it's a kind of magical moment of just that area where everybody else is like, "Why would you pick that?" And I'm like, because I believed, and like, <laughs> to that moment. That moment is like worth more to me than actually winning. So, like, I, if Logan had won, that would have been maybe one of the greatest moments of my life. That well, I that, picked Logan. That's the other one.
1: Is that I care more about winning than almost anything else, and I hate that about myself. And <laughs> so, even on a thing where I know nothing about it and I had no expectations of winning, this wrecked me all night. The ongoing <laughs> score. And I kept texting you about it Anthony and it was and I was trying to be light and convivial but it was I was dying inside when I felt cuz I was up early and I was like wait yeah. I have a chance at this I'm up 3 to 2 and then as it would go up and down I like I was insufferable to be around I'm too competitive it's real gross. I mean it was a real squeaker. I mean the fact that there was like a 3
0: point spread between yeah. the uh, the finals is pretty impressive I think.
1: Uh there was a couple where I uh documentary short subject which I here's how I picked that because heaven is the traffic jam on the 405. I didn't actually read all of the summaries. I was just like 405 sounds like it's about LA. LA likes voting for things about LA. That's going to win. I was the only one who picked that <laughs> movie and I was right.
3: Good
2: job. To to be fa- to be fair, I watched that movie and it's pretty amazing. Is it really? You should definitely watch it.
1: Did you watch all the documentary short subjects or just that one?
3: Yeah. The
2: uh, Did, Traffic Jam one. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Did anybody see yeah, A no, Fantastic really Woman?
1: No, I didn't. But that was the one where I was just like, of the descriptions, no. I was like, How, this one sounds like the one.
3: I picked it just because it had woman in the title, but I felt it and believed. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you nailed that. That yes. was the one that I felt is also so funny, Anthony, is the ones where I was making just stupid guesses on, and then I didn't get it. I was really sad. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense.
3: I don't think you, you were as sad as I was for Logan. Can I go back to Logan? Okay, never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was also I mean, sad so that what? I kept betting against Dunkirk and losing. That was really hard for me.
3: Oh, God, Wait, I, I hate Dunkirk. To... What? Wait. <laughs> yeah. What? I hate, I hate that it's always the war movie. Why do we just throw Oscars at war movies? It like, yeah, a in. lot of people died. British people saved. British people, hello, hurrah, <laughs> throw an Oscar at it. Like, ugh. I mean,
0: <laughs> It only really won, like, sound editing, right? I mean, which is definitely, like, this one thing that Dunkirk does very well is, like, it's sound design. But that's like, bullshit because
3: Baby Driver was written for that. Like, that, Like, that, Baby Driver, when you left Baby Driver, you were, like... This is why Baby Driver wasn't a great movie, but you walk you walk out of that and you're like, damn, that sound editing was good. Yeah. Like That's what I thought when I left Baby that Driver. Was, I'm like, that, and that was and really that's good That's how sound I voted, mixing. Lisa,
1: and that got, cost me twice.
3: Well, <laughs> yeah, but I still think I'm right.
1: Yeah, yeah no, I Dunk think you're right, just too. Just because there's
3: I, cannons, bullshit. Well, here's the bullshit. other thing. Sound
1: editing and sound mixing is one award. The end... I, there is like, there's no so way. that's
3: different. One's creating sound effects and nope. one's putting it together. Nope. Those are very different.
1: Nope. You cannot have. They sound the same to me. They sound the same. They have the exact same nominees. That's but what not is a creating? real award. They're not really You're different.
3: Creating it versus. Cool. Like, Bo- let like both teams go up in. on the
1: stage when they get their new one award. Oh my God. It is, <laughs> this is such a long show to have two nonsense uh look it's important your jobs are important but it's like the grammys they give four grammys away on stage and 25 in the afternoon and there's like you can have best twangy guitar grammy and just don't want we don't put on the show make 10 other sound things put them on the technical awards let us just have one sound best sound coolest sound make it one award and dunkirk won both of them just bring everybody on stage it's just if you convince me that they're two different things, the way you do that, give them to two different movies.
3: Well, they didn't this time. They have before.
1: Well, then this would have been a good year to combine them.
3: Because you were watching? <laughs> it just took so oh long. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, okay, Also, we enough. won film editing, which I also bet against. That was what crushed me in this. Is I bet, bet, I bet against it three times, and, and Adam got Wait. all three of those right.
3: Which one was Dunkirk. did um, Blade Runner win? Because I voted for it, and it was magical when I got it right. Uh,
1: Blade
0: visual Runner effects? won uh, visual it's, effects and uh, cinematography, yeah, which effects, is the yeah. big one.
3: Oh, and not the woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. Right.
0: But I, I get that. Like, she, you know, she did Black Panther and Mudman. She's a really great, talented person. Roger Deacon has been nominated 14 fucking times for Academy yeah. Awards. He's one of like the most impressive catalogs of all time. Like he did, this guy shot the assassination of Jesse James and No Country for Old Men in the same year. Uh, he's, there's no one who's deserved an Academy Award more than Roger Deakins. And I, I, I was so excited to see Anthony,
3: him. you're right, but that is the second time, no, it's the third time a film nerd has said that to me very yeah. passionately.
1: Let me, let me talk to you, Lisa, <laughs> as a non-film nerd. Here's how. Here's what I think. Thirteen nominations and not a win? Maybe you're not that good at cinematography.
3: Well, Shawshank Redemption is arguably one of the most beautiful shots. It's great. It's awesome.
1: He is he is the best second place cinematographer in (laughs) film history. (laughs) I feel like at some point, like, maybe you should just be a bridesmaid. Maybe not everyone has to be a bride, Anthony.
0: And my my problem with that is I think that there are years in which he has gotten nominated and gotten fairly beat. I don't think that this year with Blade Runner 2049, there was a better
1: shot movie. Yeah, I haven't haven't seen it because you told me not to. So I don't know anything about it, but I believe you. I didn't tell you not to, Alex. You You did. Don't you remember that?
0: No, I said, you should probably see Blade Runner 1 first, and
1: you took that to me. <laughs> to
0: no, that's see. not what you
1: said. You I, didn't say, like, you're not allowed to watch it. You just said, like, I don't think you'll like it. You should probably, you haven't seen Blade Runner 1, probably skip this. I and
2: don't see- think that's what he said. I was I was there, too. Were you?
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I, I was there. I wasn't was after there, the but show. I, believe, Alex,
2: I believe Anthony. Nah. Yeah, I, I believe Anthony,
3: too. All right. <laughs> that's so, just, what,
2: not, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, the other, I guess there's a couple other quick things I want to say about the winners, and then I want to move on to the theater aspect. Oh, first, I do want to give you the reveal because, Anthony, you don't know this yet. Oh. We lost to our friend Adam Triplett. He's very smart and knows a lot about movies. And I asked him because you said the pool was gonna, somebody gets to make us watch something. Yeah. So I know what we're watching. Oh. It's already in the mail. He sent you a DVD. It's actually addressed to you, me, and your wife, but at your house. And oh, yeah. the uh, the note says this. Uh he showed me a copy of it. He's like, the note says The Shape of Water, a film about a woman and her creature. Mac and me, a film about a boy and his creature. <laughs> so we will be watching the film Mac and Me, uh, which if you don't know anything about is oh my the God. 1988 uh alien and a boy hanging out. It looks like an E.T. ripoff. Um <sighs> Yeah, mysterious alien creature. That's what Mac means, and uh, it is bad looking.
0: Yeah, I've uh, I've heard it's one of those movies you've I've only heard of like like a legend passed down. You know, like people speak <laughs> of Mac and me in like hushed tones. Like I don't actually know what it is, but I I am looking forward to this. That's very fun. It's Are you at least
3: going to use it for a podcast?
1: That's what I was just going to say. So it's it is on the list of films commonly considered to be the worst of all time, which is one of our you know, working documents. We do a lot of work from that. And uh, so I, I think we're going to squeeze in a podcast about it. I'm not sure exactly where, but we're going to make it happen. Uh, because, you know, just because I lost a bet doesn't mean I can't get paid for it. So then uh, <laughs> the other thing I wanted to say, we talked about Kobe. What's what's with, what's with Oldman? Because uh, it feels like this year was about a lot of things. And one of mm. them would be, I thought, not giving uh, best, best Actor to a uh, spousal abuser who is playing, I, uh, portraying uh, in a glowing way somebody responsible Winston, for genocides.
3: I, I Winston thought, Churchill? Yeah. It's a rule uh, that okay. if you play Winston Churchill, they give you an Oscar.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's a rule. Yes. That
0: was one of the things <laughs> of him, like, liberating France. He made them put that in the paperwork.
1: <laughs> <laughs> At the time, it seemed weird, but now it's like, yeah. okay, I see why you he did that. It- <laughs> 4D chess, that uh, Churchill.
0: Uh, can I tell you my, that I, I do think that is very problematic. I did think it was worth it solely for the fact that two years in a row, a ga- uh, someone with a problematic uh, sexual uh, violent and violence uh, history has won an Oscar and then specifically thanked Denzel from the stage. <laughs> And they've yeah, That's twice in a row. He's Weird. watched a less talented white guy who assaults women get up there and say, "This is for you, Denzel." <laughs> <And she's> like, <laughs> and that's the idea, horrible. Like, last year, when Casey Affleck just stopped in the middle of a speech and was like, "And I got to thank Denzel Washington," they cut, and Denzel was like. Don't 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 bring me into this. <laughs> and then this year, Gary Oldman oh did God. the same thing again, just in the middle wow. of his speech. He's like, "I just gotta stop and acknowledge Denzel Washington."
1: I am the only person I think who watched Roman J. Israel, Esquire, and um, Denzel is great in it, and it's not a very good movie, which I think makes it doubly impressive. So, uh, okay. I I would have liked to see. I mean, it doesn't. He put wasn't him playing
3: in th- Winston Churchill. So. Yeah,
1: so that was a mistake. He should have tried to be Winston Churchill. <laughs> um, Should have showed up to his modern day film (laughs) (laughs) just dressed as Winston
0: Jojo in that full prosthetic. (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, I thought that was weird, especially because that was the award that was presented by uh, not normally, or no, this wasn't the award, it was the other one. It was uh, actress in leading role because they do the last year's opposite gender winner announces yeah. this year and they had to have someone else do it for actress because last year's uh casey affleck was not welcome uh okay. so well they
0: also had someone do it for um you know like they they moved emma stone to best director she normally would have presented best actor but she presented uh, best director this year that makes they sense had, yeah uh um who who
3: was it that old did ladies the- it was
0: always yeah. old ladies, guys. The answer
1: yeah. was old ladies. the old ladies. <laughs> well, so speaking of old ladies, let's get into the uh, the theater of it. I I, I hope this wasn't um, just a segment about me talking about one bet that I lost. But um, uh, <laughs> what did you guys think of Kimmel? Mo, well, overall, what was your impression of Kimmel for his his monologue and his his, his demeanor and his sketches and the whole thing?
2: I th- I think it was super funny. I, I really liked it. I mean, I, I feel like some people didn't for some reason, but uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I liked, I I liked his joke about Oscar, the most.
0: Yeah, that was good.
2: Yeah, oh, the, that was a good
0: um,
3: one. That, that he's th- not, able to rape women.
1: Because he has no penis? Well well exactly. <laughs> that yeah. that, that yeah.
3: joke? That, that. <gasps> well, I know that. how to make it not funny. Yeah, so.
1: yeah it's weird <laughs> he hey. it, it, it it seems like he shouldn't have done it the way you said it. Should have done it maybe a little bit differently, but
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the concept of the joke. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, I thought he had I mean he had such a difficult job talking about that and also like the how last year the Oscars made this really horrible mistake that was just sad um, in a lot of ways, but I think he did. It. I think he handled it. Uh,
0: I mean, last, yeah. like this this year overall. Like I said I like the strip down monologue. I like that. I thought all the humor, like I thought all the like the presentos, like their little recor- like pre planned bits, like Lupita and uh, Camille's bit. I thought was very
1: funny. They were killer. Uh, oh yeah, Lupita and Camille, like, and Camille was so funny in that. Yeah, a lot,
0: a lot of the humor, especially when you yeah. look at like years past. You know, the Oscars, which is this, big uh, like bastion of, like, progressive Hollywood. Like, last year, after uh, Mashandra Ali won for Best Actor, Jimmy Kimmel came out and made fun of his name.
3: Yeah. Or, like,
0: a few years ago when Chris Rock hosted and brought out, like, all those Asian children to, oh, like, God. say, say these are the accountants, yeah. like... The Oscars this year, I thought like they struck all almost all the right tones
3: with the humor in a way that yeah. I appreciated. He was being responsible, like you could yeah. just tell he was being responsible the whole Which time. Which is not the word I he think wasn't of when I think of Jimmy talk. Kimmel. Oh, I do. Oh, really? I think of him as responsible for sure. Hmm. No, I.
1: You think of ladies on trampolines? Yeah, you think <laughs> yeah, you th- when you think of the man no, show
3: recently, th- within the last without, <laughs> within the last couple years, I feel like he he usually is. Yeah. He's like, um, he's like he's like an now old dj a
1: who became the man show and i then know he had, who he and is then he beca- no no i know i'm just it's me like emotionally like i think of him as a <laughs> so. dj i think of him as the man show i think of him as like the fifth place late night talk show until like a couple years ago when it he like it feels like he put in the has put in the work and all of a sudden is like pretty funny and charming and earnest and does a lot of things i thought he was great last year i thought the jet
3: ski totally worked Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved the jet ski bit, and I was really mad that nobody, like, went for the John Belushi. It did, yeah. Uh, what wait, Wasn't it John Belushi? Who said the, it was my privilege, and then walks, thank you, oh, and walks that's
1: off. that's funny. Yeah, that would, I was expecting someone to try yeah. for it, although I was also ex- was hoping somebody would come up and be like, thanks, Jimmy, Jopeshie. I'm also rich, I could Jopesh. just buy a jet ski, and then, like, does the whole speech. Because, really, any of these people could have just bought a jet ski.
3: Oh, that's yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> Plus the like Florida the Arizona vacation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Also (laughs) I didn't understand how they were scoring it because there was a kid who was part of a it was the kid from the Coco team, I think, who just leaned in the microphone and said Viva La Mexico and then like went back and it was like, well, maybe he wins, right? That was pretty short. But it was part of a team. So for the
3: whole team, yeah. I did (laughs) like that, the Viva La Mexico. There was that just kept happening.
1: Oh man, that was so great.
3: I mean,
0: that is, you know, uh, one of my favorite things about the Oscars, like, the Os- like the modern equivalent of a, the last, like, five years Oscar bait films has, the common theme has been Mexican directors or film star, like, like, the fact that four of the last five Best Picture winners have been yeah. Mexican directors, you have Coco winning this year, Shape of Water, I mean, yeah. like... It's been, like, it's yeah. especially, like, you know, Inurito, Alfonso Corian, and Guillermo yeah. del Toro have done such an impressive run. Yeah. Um, What's yeah, so interesting?
1: I, um, I also
3: thought it was a really big deal that our first, like, NBA um, player got an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was about time. I mean, yeah, especially after,
1: after Shaq got um, uh, l- overlooked for Just Kazam.
3: Completely snubbed. snubbed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's D- finally... <laughs> He just sent, like, a text to LeBron James afterwards, like, this is one thing you'll never take from me.
1: Yeah. He,
3: he, I hope he did.
1: I mean, that would be pretty cool and wouldn't make up for the fact that I don't like him. Um, just just on the Coco thing, actually, uh, I I was so into Coco's song winning. I didn't love the movie, but I really liked the song Remember Me, and I was glad that they won for that. Yeah. And I, I was fairly confident that it would win because, sort of like based on your theory last week, you what you're saying, or... or I think it was yeah. Last episode, we were talking about the dresses in uh, in Phantom Thread, where they had to be like of the time, but then believable. In it wasn't just like like Beauty and the Beast, you're making up costumes, but this was like you had to be cutting edge clothing for a time period. Like it was very impressive, difficult work. This for Coco, it was like you had to write a hit song for a decade past. Like mm, that yeah. is, and and then it wasn't like like uh, the song from Mudbound was like beautiful. But it was a contemporary song. It wasn't in the moment of the movie. And it just happened at the end of the movie. And Coco, the song was like the driving force of the movie. It had to hold so much emotional weight. I thought they just did an amazing job. And then um, they performed it so badly.
3: Yeah. (laughs) This Is Me was performed really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, horrible concept for a movie, but like a wonderful, wonderful Mm -hmm. song. (laughs) I uh,
1: so. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I thought that performance was incredible. Absolutely, I didn't see that. Yeah, moving, people
3: but. people the, jumped out of their chairs.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, her and the Carmen performance was
0: really good. The first two performances, oh, yeah, it it sounded like they they had bad feedback or something because the first yeah. the Call Me by Your Name song and Remember Me were butchered on stage. Yeah. I yeah. thought, yeah, they weren't uh, that good.
2: It was,
1: a. it was, uh, uh, it was, uh Beniz- was it, uh, oh, Gil Garcia Bernal? Is that who it was? Yeah. Who was singing? And he is an incredible actor. And maybe he can sing too, but not in this show. That was weird. I just kept waiting to be like, is this a joke? Is there another part? What's <laughs> happening here? Cause I like that song. Anyway, it's really weird. Um, <laughs> uh, was there, what's another low light for you guys? Do you have anything else you want to, uh, mention? Wait, I just want to know
3: you? if we're going to talk about, dresses because yes. you guys i'm, I'm just uh, okay yeah. we are hang we're on dresses, talk about dresses? dresses
1: part three we're almost done with theater and then we'll talk about dresses okay. um, good. um good i did mention i hated this but i think mark hamill and the droid ruined star wars for me i'm not going to watch another one after that they were just so uncharming as a group
3: well i think they'll they'll survive without you just
1: wow yeah that was some shade. uh <laughs>
3: I'm just kidding. I just like it when people announce things like that. Uh, well, yeah. I'm
0: glad. And, and like, it's not like you don't have a fucking itchy trigger finger to get rid of Star Wars, Alex. I've been, have been hearing you say, "I'm not going to." Solo. You're not going to watch another Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll see you in Episode Nine in two
3: years. Then, I'll see
1: worry. Episode Nine. I'm skipping. I'm skipping Solo. But no, I don't That's know. I just thing. hated them. What I was going on, on with them?
3: Oh, no, it's horrible. It was really be- Like, also, some of it was offensive. I don't, like... I can't
1: remember what they said, but I just was, just yeah, I was uncomfortable the whole time.
3: There was one that was like, I was like, that isn't funny.
1: Yeah, he um,
0: called BB-8 an uh, a android when he's oh. clearly a robot.
3: Oh, yeah, no. When <laughs> or they when called they, him a robot
0: when he's clearly an android.
3: <laughs> no, they, they yeah. basically made fun of um, Leslie Jones. Because they had this whole, like, bit about nobody would dress BB eight, um, oh. so when they said nobody would dress BB eight, and he called out, and that was discrimination.
2: Yeah, that yeah. was the
3: joke. But Leslie jo- Jones really did have that problem, and she called it out, and like for That's discrimination. What I when I, didn't, I didn't know that. So part, I was like, why, why did you just say that? Yeah, like, robot
1: discrimination is like not a good joke to to do something so offensive. What are you doing? Yeah,
3: it, yeah that part, like like it was record scratch bad. Did that George
1: Lucas write that conversation? They brought him back just for that?
3: Oh, uh, God, probably.
1: <laughs> um, Mo, did you have any low lights you wanted to make sure we talked about?
3: Uh, I don't know, man. I just
2: want to talk about Get Out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have an agenda on this show. Let's hear it. I have so an you're agenda. you're mad about Get Out losing, I loved Get Out. It got best original screenplay. That's not good enough for you.
2: Well, here's the thing. It was at at the beginning. I was like, uh, if Get Out wins one Oscar, I would be I would be satisfied. Mm-hmm. And then it won one Oscar, and then a big one. I kind of was like, oh, I needed to win everything right now.
0: <laughs> you got hooked,
2: so yeah, yeah, exactly. Think about, thinking about I got, Get I Out reading.
0: Oscars, not even once, right? Because you never know what's gonna <laughs> yeah. happen. Once, once you pop,
2: yeah, it just- stop. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm honestly happy for Jordan Peele. That was, so that was, happy. that was amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, that was wonderful. Did and you I see was those like photos? Really, really excited.
1: Of uh, King yeah. Michael oh, Key. oh, I saw all of them. Yeah, all that jumping
3: happened. up, so excited. That was oh. such a great picture. <laughs> they, I don't know. I was, just, I
1: always want. You know, would people work together that closely? Sometimes. I don't know, like Penn and Teller hate each other, and uh, like the Mythbusters guys hated each other. Like I, I, don't know that they're actually friends, but to see him like crying because his friend wins the Oscar, that was so cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, it's amazing. Also, Penn and Teller are terrible, so that's the that's the. <laughs> thing. Well,
1: I'll fight you forever on that, but they uh, are are not friends. <laughs> they are coworkers.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, okay. Yeah. I am a big pen. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That it was great. I was so happy for them to get that. I thought that was. That was a category where I, you know, I would have also liked to see uh some of the other people win. Like um I mean obviously I wanted to see Kamal Nanjiani and friend of the podcast, Emily V. Gordon, win that uh for Big Sick. That would have been really, yeah. really
3: cool. No Yeah. That I would have really, been really yeah. wanted I, that. I'm just
0: really glad three billboards didn't win that. Uh that's the one thing I would have been
1: yeah. upset about. I our friend Adam, who won the bet, definitely said he considered making us watch three billboards again. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <gosh. laughs> I that would it would if the big sick won. Just think about this: that would have been the first time a read it and weep guest had won an Oscar. Wow! Already, the, already, she's yeah. our first guest who has been nominated for an Oscar, so that's still very I, cool. But
0: I did that's like uh, like weird facts that get thrown around, uh, like. Uh, last night I was reading that uh, now Mad TV and In Living Color both have one cast member who's won an Oscar while <laughs> SNL still at zero. Oh, Not interesting. Not a single SNL cast member has ever won an Academy Award, but In Living Color and Mad TV both
1: have
0: Oscar-winning huh.
3: alumni.
1: I uh, I, mean, I Get Out is also such a a great winner for me because it's I walked out of it just loving it, which I feel yeah. like. Like with like, so I watch Mudbound, and Mudbound is great, but I didn't walk out going, "What a great time!" Like it's just emotionally <laughs> wrenching. And well, yeah. the best pictures, like Call Me by Your Name, I was like, "That's be- I thought it was beautiful," and I thought it was really interesting and it was cool, but it was not like I didn't walk out of there just joyful. The way like Get Out, I was like, "Oh, I mean, it's sad, but it's like, oh my god, that's so good, that's so perfect." Yeah, it was also I mean, the- fun.
0: It says so much. Like I, I actually say, you don't watch the Oscars a lot, Mo. I don't know if you know, like, like for a movie that came out a year ago to win an Academy Award last night, yeah, is practically unheard of. Like, there's a reason why they have Oscar season and they have like the screeners and like big pushes and they release films in a certain time of year because they want them to be like relevant in Oscar voters' minds. For but that's yeah, no, that get why
3: sense. they yeah. went. That's why they went February though, because I actually think that worked for their favor oh. because they they released in February um and so the word of mouth build, especially about like a film yeah. like this that they didn't know how it was going to be received and as it was received really big it like it had a it had a big like build at the beginning, but it actually had like was like more of a snowball like it kept yeah, word of likes. mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth and they remained relevant like yeah. almost throughout the entire year, which is why it like, I think that's so what, part of it's su- success. Was so that if it would have come, come out like later, time, it, it wouldn't have, dev- I don't think it would have been as huge.
0: Yeah. I, I like that's The fact that it, the movie came out and dominated the conversation, like that's right. what's so cool about get out that it was a movie that got nominated because it resonated with people, not because it came out in December and had a huge push behind it. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, the, True. since you hit three billboards, Anthony, were you, uh, were you happy when Frances McDormand won? Or she did have a really great speech. I, oh, yeah, she's yes. awesome.
3: She won for speech for sure. Yes, for sure. Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. I feel like she gets best except in <laughs> speech. Although with a, an honorable mention to Allison Janney for her joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I What'd did it all say? myself. That was how she. Oh yeah,
3: me. that part was funny. That was really good. I also really liked her. <laughs> I liked although it. I feel like that
1: movie is weird, and I think she was in a different movie than some other parts of that movie. But oh uh, man, I do think
0: S- Sally Hawkins gave the actual best performance of the people nominated, but...
3: Uh, well, okay, but she yeah. didn't
1: talk, Anthony. Like, how do... Like, then your best walk around her. That's not even acting.
3: Well, I felt that way about Richard Jenkins. Like, I yes. thought he should have won. He that's That was true. the best performance, period. Yeah, yeah. Richard Jenkins
0: was that one of the... If I had guessed Sam Rockwell gone with my brain instead of my gut, <laughs> I would have tied with Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but what, I what, went with
2: Jenkins uh, what, on the what, thing.
3: Because it was beautiful. Do you,
2: what do you... What did you think about Lady Bird not winning anything,
3: though? I, oh, I think it's trailer would be nominated and
1: they should it. be very happy. Very happy. <laughs> well, yeah.
3: <gasps> I well, I that. It was hey, I have no I, in interest th- th- in that. All
1: right, all right, Lisa, why don't you go first? I want to hear your opinion on
3: this. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I have no interest in that. I mean, I like that people really liked it, but, like, from all of the trailers, I'm like, yeah, I really don't want to see that. It's funny. Oh, also, I never saw Get Out, but I. I was really, really interested in it. I I can't stand scalpels, but I really wanted to support him. So I bought a ticket and didn't go. Is that cool? What? <laughs> Is that like... And then I told other people to go. And then and then I Wikipedia'd it. So I feel like, like I, I've seen Get Out, but I, I haven't.
0: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Technically in his acceptance speech, he didn't thank people who watched it. He's thanked people who yes. bought a ticket and so told other people to buy it. That's a ticket. true. You and did that. I, yeah. so I was you like, wanted. he's
3: thanking me. He's thanking it's me, awesome. but I haven't seen it.
0: <laughs> in like a word of the law type of way. Yes, you are
1: absolutely <laughs> The letter of the law. I haven't I hadn't thought this before, but I you know, I have the movie pass and so every day when I walk by a theater, if I'm not planning to go to a movie, I could just pick who I want to get ten dollars <laughs> and I could make sure that movie gets my support buy a ticket and throw it away every day because also i don't like regal so like it feels like a good deal all around or actually i guess that does help regal it's actually bad for movie pass oh i take it back anyway um i think that's everything i want to talk about let's talk about let's talk about the uh outfits let's talk about the dresses (laughs) um i have well okay so first let's talk about men's outfits and then we'll talk about dresses are they ready are they required to wear black yes or no the end all right now let's talk about dresses <laughs> <laughs> um
3: I, yeah guys what did oh, you think there, was I the most there was,
1: there was one there, there were a couple of tiny things in the menswear which was uh the james ivory who won screenwriter wore a picture of timothy uh whatever his name is from the movie on his shirt so that was something anyway back to dresses um <laughs> what did you guys think huh Let's uh, Mo, I you go like, first. No, Mo, you take it away. Give me your. Yeah. How were the dresses this year? You got this, buddy.
2: <laughs> I I don't have many comments about dresses. What I think about dresses, though, is I had to see if uh, Tiffany Haddish actually rewore a dress because she had a joke about it. Oh, about how she keeps like wearing the same thing if she likes it and mm-hmm. she did and i'm really yeah. proud of her for sticking uh, uh, with the joke
3: oh that's cool yeah <laughs>
1: living living the truth god her yeah, Maya exactly. Rudolph were so fucking oh, funny oh my god they, were, they were great
3: and i loved i loved how she looked and i loved how Maya looked and i was yeah. like everything about this bit is great well, so here's um, was oh, amazing this is my question
1: yeah. lisa about the dresses cuz i was like i was browsing cosmos like best worst uh show I and have
3: not. I have my own opinions.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't, so I did some research. Um,
3: but I guess, because it's not like they made the
1: dresses, and it seems like from the way Kaza was talking about them, they didn't really have a choice. They were dressed. They, like, have contracts with designers, and they have to wear their dresses. Yeah. So it feels like talking about the dress, like, it feels like we're blaming them or even giving them credit when they're great, when really it should be like, man, Yves Saint Laurent sure shit the bed with that one. It seems weird that Uh, we're giving them. We're talking about it like they. Oh no! This whole
3: thing, us doing it right now, is completely sexist and messed up. But it's still (laughs) fun because it's gorgeous.
1: Okay, it doesn't Uh. be sexist and messed up. This could be just positive. Can we? Yeah. yeah,
0: Can we not like? Not like get into the like the weeds here and just talk about the fucking dresses because we've talked around them (laughs) for the last few minutes.
3: Then tell me who was the best dressed. Tell me which uh, which dress came out and you were like, damn.
0: I, mean, I liked no. Nicole Kidman's dress. I thought it was fucking no. unbelievable.
3: I really, <laughs> really liked the dress. No, uh, no, no. You no. wanted his
0: opinion, Lisa, just so you could hate yeah. it? Yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me, give me, give me. Give me a I liked Greta Gerwig's, uh, that yellow dress. I liked a lot. Didn't see a lot of yellow. Uh, Rita Monroe was fucking okay. unbelievable. And that old dress yes, she, she won the Academy Award in. Yeah. Timeless, uh,
3: as you would say. Yes.
0: I didn't. the The only outfit I really disliked, I thought Sosa Ronin in like that all pink. Oh, I liked dress it. was really, Ah, it's just, it was ugly. Who?
3: To
1: me. Uh, uh, from uh, what's her name? Is it Sasha? I've heard people say it like Sasha, Sarah. but it's like Suarez is how it's spelled.
3: I hated Emma Blunt's dress the most. Uh, yeah,
1: that wasn't that great.
3: one just made me angry. It just, I just, I'm like, you have so much. Why? Who dressed you like that? Why would you choose those lines? It's the worst line. You, you who did you say? <laughs> what? Why would who'd you choose those lines? You, but
1: who, was it Emily Blunt? Is that who you said?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Emily Blunt.
1: It's in uh, Shia Pirelli, like, Hoyt <laughs> couture, and shopper whatever. jewelry. That's who dressed her like it's that. Not impressed. Yeah, it's not my favorite, although her clutch is really cute. It matches the dress. And I like it. Um,
3: <laughs> but we're, we're dancing around Viola Davis, guys. Yes or, or
1: no? Dave. I don't think I... Uh, I, I'm trying to bright, Google furiously.
3: Bright, bright pink. Yeah, I'm Googling right Barbie now. Barbie pink. Wh- who is- In your face oh, pink. Oh,
1: yeah, that was pretty pink. Um, oh, I'm
3: so great.
1: <laughs> according to Yahoo, her dresses, her, her makeup is all about the lashes. Oh, you're into this? You're, oh. This is good? Okay.
3: Oh, yeah, no, the pink, 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 pink. Like, I did think it took away from her face when they, like, because it's so bright. But then when, like, they, they like, changed the camera angle, she looked. F- uh, stunning, like, and not any like only a few people can pull off that color. I did um, see
1: some shade against for Nicole Kidman's uh, bow hips. She had like a yep, her whole middle section was a bow that went like two or three feet out on either side and had a like There's aggressive no need slit for that. in the center.
0: I I loved it. It's so audacious. It's such an audacious stupid dress. It's just like <laughs> I like I like that quality to Oscar outfits. uh I like them to either actually be like. Stunning works of art, yeah, or just something yeah. like, yeah, that must have seemed like a great idea at the time. Like, I just sort of love that yeah. balance you get with them. You know? Wait, what about
3: did you guys? I don't remember what her name is. Who sang with common, uh, oh. in the like the other the singer who sang with common?
1: She's, I don't, I don't remember, singer, everybody but knows, but
3: she had the most gorgeous dress, it had so many cool folds and, and t- like it was just it was magical. I just wanted I wanted to be her,
2: Yeah, her name Yeah, her name is Andra Day. That's what Andra it, Day. What yeah, Andra Day. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Andre, yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful dress. Yeah. I really uh,
0: liked uh, Emma Stone's outfit. The do like you? pants with the coat. I thought that was like very striking. You don't see a lot of that kind of fashion at the office. I
1: think it's kind of cool but uh, Cosmo hated it and so my opinion was changed by their uh, their brashness, their their brash, not brashness, Whatever, but their Kazma. like confidence of that opinion.
3: Wait, um, how did they feel about Violet Davis?
1: I don't remember. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o though, lo- looks amazing. Um,
3: Lapita <laughs> yeah. oh, she's so gorgeous.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: it's not fair. I, I mean, I guess I just
1: I just feel like this is sort of like we talked about with the Olympics a few weeks ago too. It's just I just feel like everyone like you did it, great job. Like you look great. You're you. I mean. <laughs> I just feel. Oh, speaking of the Olympics, you all
0: saw Adam uh, Rippon's outfit, right? I didn't. Yeah. Oh, you should Google search that. It's real interesting. He was at the I, Oscars. I enjoyed it. Yeah. What? Um, did you check it?
1: Oh, yeah, he, he. Oh, he, I did. He's the one who I did see. He has like a. He has like and harness like, on.
0: Yeah, but it's like it's a suit Honus. Like the sleeves oh, are being yeah. held on by the Honus. It's. Yeah. Oh, it,
3: that's cool. It he, is, why I did just, he get to go? He he did, he was there. No, but why? Yeah, he was there,
0: yeah. Oh, Why oh, did he get he, to go? Because he at... he's fucking
1: cool, Lisa. Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, but <laughs> because, <laughs> it's not the same thing. The,
0: the, he got to go because let me tell you why. Because the second I saw him on my TV, I knew somewhere my mom Oscar, watching the Oscars was furious. Yeah. And it made it worth <laughs> it. <laughs> it was like just watching him, just I just somewhere my mom being somewhere just like that is so unnecessary. Academy Awards, <laughs> crying out loud. And it just, it <laughs> feels Academy like... Warfare. I could feel it. It was so good. Uh, I loved it.
1: I mean, how did she feel about all the other political stuff that was happening? Because it was definitely, you know, like, Kamel and Lapita talking about the Dreamers and um, uh, uh, Francis McDormand talking... Uh, what's your mom's opinion on uh, inclusion writers?
0: Look, my mom is a complex, multifaceted lady, all right? Uh, <laughs> she also, like... She just she just sits there here's the thing. She doesn't really have an opinion. She just sits there and just ticks a lot, you know, while watching the Academy Awards just t- hmm. unnecessary. <laughs> just says that a lot. <laughs>
1: Today's program, everybody, was brought to you by Jacob from Escondido, who just became a meat buddy this week, our newest meat buddy. We're we're brought to you by all of our meat buddies, but especially Jacob. Jacob with a K, which he wanted me to point out because he thinks there's probably already plenty of Jacob with a C meat buddies. He wanted to be the first Jacob with a K. So, yeah, man, you spell your name wrong, you get a lot of firsts. That's an option. Um so thanks for becoming a Meat Buddy, Jacob. So one of the things we do, uh as you guys know, when we have a new Meat Buddy, is we'll uh we give them an option for their ad to talk about a variety of things. We can compliment them, we can give them pep talk. We've done a lot of pep talks recently. But it's this uh Jacob would like compliments. So we're gonna give Jacob some compliments. You don't know a lot about him besides the name spelling, but you do know this. I'm gonna read you his uh from his letter that he sent. Um hey i'm glad to finally become a meat buddy it's been a while since i began listening again since my podcast feed stopped showing new episodes over a year ago which is like was frustrating for me to hear like weird tech problem a year later um sorry i couldn't help but um i switched apps the name popped up in conversation so now read and Weep* is back on my main podcast lineup Murder, She Wrote is the episode that got me hooked on the podcast. I'm a media studies student at my university right now, so your podcast is a great way to learn about new and interesting types of media. So uh, we can give Jacob... Thank you, Jacob. Glad you're back. Glad you finally got a good working podcast app. Glad it wasn't entirely my fault. Um, We're each going to have to give a compliment to Jacob from Escondido, but um, you could also add something, you know, give him a bit of advice, tell him something that he isn't learning in media studies that we could tell him about the real world, you know? What's media like outside of media studies? I don't know. You, dealer's choice. If you guys have a thing for them. Um, I'm going to say, as a compliment, I do think uh, media studies is a great choice. I think you're going to have a lot, uh, especially now with media literacy being such an issue. you got a great future ahead of you. You could be teaching people how to spot deep fake porn, you could teach people uh, about. Um, Reddit, how to use that. I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff in media right now. Go get get at it. Keep it keep good work. I'm terrible at this. Anthony, give a compliment to uh Jacob.
0: Uh I honestly I Jacob, I don't think you didn't, you know, like not listening for uh, you know, a year doesn't sound great, but don't think of it that way. Think of it as you just you just stocked up podcasts for the winter. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you you're thinking you know, four dimensionally again. This thing keeps coming back today. Yeah. You you see, you see, you know you have you're gonna have that like 16 hour drive coming up. You know where you have to go. You have so much, and you're reading just Leap. gonna yeah. He's gonna have so much reading to weep read, and I'm very excited for you. I think it's gonna be good. I'm, I'm happy for you. Your future is bright.
1: Your future is bright, Lisa. What do you uh, want to offer to Jacob?
3: Well, I just really like your loyalty, Jacob. Like. I would have given up and just like completely and then also I would have been spurned by it like if I saw that it had betrayed me I would keep that grudge you know but like you have the kind of loyalty that that people look for in humans and that's great like if if somebody betrayed me that's it and the fact that you can like Turn the other cheek and still love. Read it and weep. That's that's beautiful. It's beautiful. So
1: Mo, what's your compliment for Jacob from Escondido?
2: Uh, I would say I wish I had the that amount of uh, compassion and love in my heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, a hateful monster. So I, I can see why you'd think that.
2: yeah, I I have a long list of enemies, and I'm surprised he doesn't have one.
1: You does not seem compassionate. Also, donating to the show is like a pure generosity of spirit. So you got loyalty, you got compassion, you got generosity. You're like a Yeah. Fully rounded human.
3: (laughs) We're surprised, apparently. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean, because, like, I'm not. Um, No, I'm very. Escondido is beautiful. It is? Yeah, it's in Southern California. The weather's really nice. You can go to the San Diego Zoo, and, and that's pretty fun.
3: It was a great time. Yeah, I could compliment zoos all day long. Let's do it. <laughs> there are problems with Good zoos, times. but
1: also things that I really <laughs> like about them. Uh, no. I wish all the animals were awake, but that's just, you know.
3: <laughs> <That's> your issue. <laughs> I thought you cared about the animals, but no.
1: I do care about them. I just wish <laughs> they would, like, get over their jet lag and be happier. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we I mean, oh, really make that- the
1: best of the situation. You
0: dumb animal.
1: Have you guys ever uh, gotten a backstage <laughs> tour of a zoo? No. Have you? I have. I've done a couple. Of, well, I shot a, a a film at the Oregon Zoo a couple years ago. A little sketch where I uh, they like I had a, a friend uh, who was not a, I met a a zookeeper and she and we became friends and she invited me to come do this video where she took me around and taught me how to be a zookeeper for a day. So I was mostly like cleaning up animal shit. It was really fun. Anyway, that's on my YouTube channel. But um. I when, when I was backstage, one of the things about backstage is it's the, the animals are not used to seeing as many people there. And so a lot of time they're like bored when they see you on the front through the plexiglass. But if you walk by the bat cage, they try to kill you. Oh, so my God. There was like a cheetah that was so confident it was going to eat me. And it was genuinely terrifying. Like, there's just this, like, small crack. Uh, obviously, it couldn't get through, but it was, like, a little fencing, but it was not blocked off. So if I walked by, it could see me, and it couldn't get to me, but it could, like, it was just, it was just kind of stalking and looking at me as I would walk. And it was like, I am getting ready to make you lunch. It was so terrifying.
3: It's, oh, man, it's never I... forgotten your sense. Wait, so Jacob, <laughs> don't do that? I'm not This sure. is
1: not about Jacob anymore. Jacob's <laughs> segment was done. That was about me and about that cheetah, my <laughs> enemy, the cheetah. Wow. Anyway, but thanks, yeah, Jacob.
2: If, if, if someone tried to eat me, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> and you're a hateful <laughs> person anyway, so it's easy for you to get that on your enemies list. Um, um, yeah. Thanks for donating, Jacob. Thanks for coming on Meat Buddy. And uh, yeah, stay away from them cheetahs. They're serious. Uh, if you want to become a Meat Buddy and get a real phoned in thank you like this go to redistry.com meet buddies and and you can really help us keep the show funny on the tracks or if you want to help us out and not cost yourself any money you can always go to amazon.com whenever you buy stuff on amazon and we get a small percentage of your purchase so thank you to everybody who's helping us keep the show going
3: me buddies 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 me
1: buddies hey just want to let you know this next segment has some very very mild black panther spoilers it's nothing big, but if you are gonna see it soon, you don't want to hear anything about it, maybe this podcast is over for you right now. Everybody else, soldier on. And now it's time for lightning bonus round. We're
2: going in the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round,
0: here we go. We to finish this shit up lightning bonus round
1: well, Lightning bonus, yeah, bonus round! yeah bonus round <laughs> <laughs> so lightning bonus round is our mini game segment uh where we talk about things inspired by the topic but not exactly about the topic so today i have two things that i want to talk about first i just want to talk about uh things you liked out of last year that are not oscar movies either your favorite like and not even snubbed just not oscar type movies like what's the most fun you had watching a movie last year um if that's if that's a question because like for example i feel like last jedi was like the most fun i had in a movie theater last year probably and it didn't get any oscars d- didn't really i don't know if it deserved Oscar, but like man i loved last jedi i had such so much fun uh, i mean
0: it's not nearly as good as oscar award winning film like suicide squad so i understand why it <laughs> wouldn't get nominated
3: or win yeah <laughs> any yeah. oscars
1: it's no uh uh l- uh Dear basketball, even, but yeah, it's. I had so much fun. What was the thing you guys had that was just not Oscar movie, like maybe the most fun you had in the movies last year?
3: Well, Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had yeah. so much fun. Yeah, Wonder 20's. Woman 100%. Oh, yeah. also any Guardians of the Galaxy. It was, oh, wait, but that actually had a nomination, didn't it?
1: Which one of you is about oh. to get hit by a train?
0: Uh, I, I think it's that's Anthony. My door. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, all right. Um, anyway, you'll be fine. Uh, sorry, Lisa, you were saying. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, no I I loved loved Wonder Woman. Um I like moved it was it was just like so moving for me and like I know people have already explained why like that's what white men must feel like every time they watch a movie but like it was just oh,
1: Really? Incredible. I feel nothing most of the time.
3: Really? Like just like I didn't realize that I had been waiting for it. Like that was something yeah. that I didn't yeah. know I needed and then I went and saw it and I was like <gasps> <laughs> like it was just this like crazy yeah. feeling of Like, it wasn't even that good, to be honest. Like, it's not the (laughs) best movie ever, but just to see a woman kick ass the whole time and not have her be a sex object. Because, like, you know, Laura Croft, yeah, it was fun to watch her be badass when I was a kid, but, like, she was just sex on wheels. Like, not even on wheels. She was, like, on feet.
1: If you, But if you put her on roller skates, now you got a movie.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but it was just, like, it's just frustrating that, like, that's what I just accepted and I didn't when I watched, like, Wonder Woman, it was just, like, it was just moving. It was moving and fun, and she likes ice cream, and I like ice cream, (laughs) and I feel like I might be Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I I mean, I definitely felt that.
0: My wife and I saw the movie a few times, solely because the movie meant a lot to her for that same way. Uh, I I can't wait for the day when we have true equality and women can also be as cynical and as jaded about movies as Alex is. (laughs) <laughs> and just not be impressed by things that mean a lot to other people. Uh, that's really Oh no no, I didn't really say that. I make. didn't
1: say that I'm unimpressed that it meant nothing to you. I meant like um you said that must be what men feel like all the time and I'm saying no, all the time I feel nothing. So, <laughs> oh. Wait, wow. so if you want to feel like I feel when you go to the movies, you need to feel nothing when you see Wonder Woman. I don't know. It was just a bit. I don't know why so I got so, so far that. into this. Um okay. Great job, Alex. (laughs) It's not necessarily something. Anybody
2: else? Yeah, anybody else? Uh, Uh, I would say uh, Lego Batman.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's
2: the that's the best movie ever.
0: I mean, that's actually a good point. Can we talk about the fact that Boss Baby got nominated for best animated feature, but the Lego Batman movie did not? Let's do
2: that, Anthony.
0: That is, fun. again, I haven't seen Boss Baby. Maybe it will bring me to tears. I have no idea.
3: But watch it on again. a plane. Watch it on a plane. Yeah. It gets your, like, valves open more.
0: I, I'm just very excited for the Netflix series. Again, you're gonna watch it all. Yeah. Uh, but... That's the
1: main problem with it, is it's not long enough.
0: Yeah. There's no way it's better than the the Lego Batman movies, just like the filmmaking in these Lego movies, just the um, the speed of the jokes, the, the characters. It's it's and a very weird so movie, not to fun. Get, yeah, did it Lego Movie win Best Animated Feature when the year it came out? Or did that
1: only the get,
3: song? Yeah. The song did. The song did. Know. Yeah, I don't know if it. Did. It might oh. have. It was really good.
1: Yeah. Uh, I. I mean, wasn't there a Pixar movie that year?
0: Yeah, probably.
3: <laughs> Inside Out, probably.
1: <laughs> oh, no, yeah. no. Uh, the Lego Movie didn't even get a nomination for Best oh. Feature. Yeah, I don't think it did.
0: Yeah, the Academy hates
1: Legos. (laughs) 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 Really likes babies. Oh man, you know what was a weird trend at this year's Oscars, Uh, or at least Oscar-nominated films? We're trying to figure out what uh, the Academy really likes. It seems like we really like shitty moms.
2: Yeah, I Tony you best
1: best uh, award for shitty mom. Um, The Greta Gerwig film is about a shitty mom, and she got a nomination. And uh,
3: Precious won a while ago. Shitty mom.
1: Yeah. Well, well, even uh, the on the best uh, short live action was about. uh, It was which I was a little annoyed that it won because it's 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 a brilliant movie for the like, and then it just stops really abruptly and becomes a PSA in a weird way. But um, it's about a deaf child and her shitty mom who doesn't believe she's deaf, or like doesn't care. It's like no, I
2: mean even the shape of, even the Shape of Water was about a shitty fish mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just let that guy live in the world where they don't understand him and try to kill him. <laughs> okay. I, I mean I guess 3 Billboards was about a mom who was like still trying to fight for her kids so that
0: was like maybe But a she was mom. a shitty mom. Like she's not a good mom in that movie.
3: Yeah, right? to the other didn't wasn't there another sibling that she was just like, whatever.
0: Yeah, right. yeah.
2: She was really shitty to him. So shitty I mean the mess.
1: Florida Project is just about a shitty mom. Oh yeah. This is a interesting Well, that's good
3: acting. So that's the other rule.
1: Yeah, if like, you wanna Winston
3: Churchill is the first one, and then it be a shitty mom.
1: Yeah. All and and then uh Phantom Thread, Mom was out of the picture too early. Um uh, what was the, oh was I gonna, the other one? Uh, Coco's anyway.
0: got a, a shitty grandma. Won't let a kid listen to music. You know that's pretty <laughs> fucked up.
3: Well, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy had a shitty dad. So
1: um, yeah, Anthony, do you have a any really shitty, shitty dads? dads yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, did you do you have anything else last year that was like your? I don't think you went yet. Is the most joyous thing you saw?
0: Uh, uh, I mean, I I was a really big fan of uh, the the whole Planet of the Apes trilogy. Yeah. Uh, even though I think War's the weakest, I would have loved just to be like, "Hey, you guys made three very impressive films." Get, I wish that could have gotten more love. Yeah. Um, trying to That's think fair. of what other, what other big movies from last year. I mean, most of the stuff you know, like, was just never going to get nominated. Like, I would have loved like Killing of a Sacred Deer to get nominated or Win River or stuff like that. But it's kind of out of what type of movies normally get nominated.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, I guess, what I'm asking is about stuff that's not usually nominated.
0: Yeah. More star- uh, more, more awards for Blade Runner would have been nice.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, you really want that. Really I wish enjoyed- I was allowed to see it. I have
0: really enjoyed that movie.
1: well <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Mo, you said, like, like, I think everybody, everybody went. My, uh, so I guess lightning bonus round. One other thing I want to do is then something... Just as a, we're talking about good stuff. This, uh, so I just want to hear what else you maybe in the last, last month, last few weeks. What's something that you're, you're into right now, that is not Oscar worthy, but you'd like to have people check out. Basically, just one free recommendation time, which we don't do often enough on the show. So close this out with one recommendation. I'll go first with this, which is, um, I, uh, am watching on Netflix uh, a documentary called Wreck of the or Treasure from the Wreck of the Unbelievable. Have any of you guys seen this? Do you know what this is? okay so I heard of it you've heard of it so here's the thing about this movie uh, I'm watching it because I like shipwrecks and Netflix knows that I like shipwrecks and treasure hunts and so it showed me this documentary uh, about uh treasure from the wreck of the unbelievable and I was about halfway through it I'm about I am like 45 50 minutes in and I am enjoying it it's so it's crazy like the it's the shipwreck uh, that has just these completely insanely well preserved huge amount of treasure of these uh a variety of it's, it's supposed the ships from like uh the first century uh and it's uh, it's got just variety of artifacts anyway turns out not a documentary it is a fake yeah. documentary and i had no idea i am 45 minutes in i'm like this is so crazy and then they're talking about where they're on display and i'm like i wonder what museum is housing this i would like to go see these treasures google it everything is like the first story is like uh, artist Damien Hurst creates a fake documentary about his fake art exhibit. Like this is a fit. Fa- it's and it's so it's not a mockumentary. It is a perfectly <coughs> crafted fake documentary. <laughs> so it's weird. It's so weird. So it, it's this artist. I don't know if you guys know Damien Hurst. He was like a very controversial artist from the uh, it was very like, contemporary artist in the 90s. He, he like would he like took a shark and put it in formaldehyde and sold that very weird um, and controversial but like. Made a ton of money because people like things anyway. He had like 10 years off of art, and this is his big comeback exhibit last year. And it was he made all of these fake artifacts. And at some point during the exhibit, they stop being classic Roman art, uh, art and become like Mickey Mouse, but it's uh covered in uh um barnacles and stuff, and and from being on the bottom of the ocean for a while, so it's like it's got. It's got a almost a hint of Banksy in that. Anyway, but it was like so we made this whole documentary, and it is so well done. I, and I'm, maybe I'm just saying that so that I don't feel like an idiot for believing it. But it is so <laughs> well done as a fake documentary. <laughs> it is very believable. I mean, you got catfished. I got, yeah. <laughs> got
3: catfished. But now he wants everybody else to be. So everybody, no, to go, I'm telling go watch you, it, I want you so. to go watch
1: it and love it. I don't like, but knowing that it's fake, I don't want you to be fooled. Um. Anyway, so that's that my recommendation is Treasures from the Wreck of the Unbelievable because it it just seems like it could be a Netflix documentary. Um, so uh, what else you guys well, – something like maybe you don't think people know about yet that you'd like to get them interested in?
3: Well, um, I mean, I know you guys know about Black Panther because that was great. Um, but uh, Michael B. Jordan is in um, the HBO film that's about to come out and I've been waiting for this to happen. Oh, yeah. um, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit 451 is one of my favorite novels of all time. Um, and just to see Michael B. Jordan, especially after what I have just seen him in as Killmonger and um Black Panther, just knowing that he can take that complicated character yeah. um uh, that yeah. is Montag and like
1: And play like, him. Because it's supposed really to be a redemptive chest.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes I mean, yeah sure that is true that i won't i won't lie that that's part of the acting that is appealing but um it's got some good chest acting but chest it's gonna be it's <laughs> gonna be so good like i mean even if it isn't good go watch it because it's so interesting that like they're redoing this because the first film of fair 451 is shit it is so bad um you cannot show it to your um Ninth graders because it makes no sense and they don't get it and the effects are horrible because it was early. Um, But anyway, I'm really excited because I'm totally interested in that. I do love Michael B. Jordan um, (laughs) and Michael Shannon is in that. Oh, I love Michael Shannon. Yeah, playing the Michael Shannon role. Yeah, (laughs) yes. That's just playing the plays. Bad
1: guy.
0: It's about it's about time he got the Michael's together. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. Finally, Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Shannon will be hanging out together.
0: Yeah, that's what people yeah. have been asking for, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, I uh, I did just watch. Okay, I did finally uh, go and see Black Panther this weekend with my wife, and I thought it was okay.
3: Oh well, that's really good of you. <laughs>
1: no, I mean, like yeah. I'm embarrassed. I don't like I, I'm embarrassed to talk about it. Uh, uh, I because you liked it. No, that I only thought it was okay because everyone else loves it.
3: Oh, I well, think that's actually really big for you because generally <laughs> you just want to hate things That's not love. true. So, the so that much, I'm like so much, positive, Lisa.
1: I'm a great person. People like me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, people like you. They like that about you. No, They like your yeah. little negative Nancy.
1: I was expecting to love it. And I just, I felt like, I mean, obviously it's beautiful and there's some incredible performances and like lots of it is really, really good. But also it's just like every Marvel movie has 10 minutes of invincible people punching each other for no reason. Like I just felt like, it, it's like it just was so innovative for most of it, and then it just got dragged into the Marvel pit of hell that every Marvel movie has to go through, and just it just got dragged down by its its formula.
3: Okay. Like
2: I felt so like you can enjoy <laughs> I know, all the Alex. other parts.
1: I don't know. <laughs> Here is what I felt like. I felt like Wonder Woman was like we have this genre and we're gonna do it perfectly, and then have these other p- parts of it that are revolutionary, and then this was like we're gonna do this revolutionary movie and then try to escape the genre and then get pulled back and crash into it at the end. That's what I felt hmm. like.
3: I liked the last scene. I loved, just I loved them the punching
1: effect. each other and punching and punching when they're both well, invincible. Why do, do you, spoilers, why are you so. punch every, every Marvel movie ends with 10 minutes of invincible people par- 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 punching each other. And every time they should just be like, you know what? This doesn't affect either of us. We should stop. We're just wasting time and crashing into stuff. We should not punch. It's not, it doesn't matter.
0: Uh, I mean, I kind of think, like, it's an action movie still. Like, you're still, like, you you got, like, you, the thing is, like, Alex, this it's like a thing when, like, a lot of these type of nitpicks uh, or complaints. Like, you you paid for a bill of service and you got what you were, you you paid for. Yeah. And then you're, like, like upset about it. Like, and I think Black Panther does it better. I think, like, the CG is really bad in that final sequence. Uh, it's weird, but yeah, it's I, I weird do, looking.
3: Like, I thought the, the acting conversation, was really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, the conversation they're having, the stuff that's happening above ground, uh, kill Mongo's final moments, uh, unbelievable. Yeah, uh,
1: I also just, I just I, felt. I, Go ahead, Mo. Sorry.
2: No, here's the thing. The, the thing I liked about the movie the most is, is it was kind of confusing because I didn't know how to feel about Killmonger because he has such a like a beautiful message, but at the same time, he's like, oh, I started the war in Iraq just to train on killing the black man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Yeah, yeah
2: so I, I don't know bad. how to feel about it. Yeah,
1: I, Well, and I also just, the, the driving, the heart of the movie That's is the like, point, man. The, the driving heart of this movie is we have infinity money. Should we help? And that is just a weird conflict. That's
3: not the point of the movie. Good lord. What, what is That's their whole drama. I was so ho- proud of you. And, so and, of you. and now you just have girlfriend. to misinterpret that's it. That's
1: his fight with Killmonger is like, <sighs> we have infinity money. Why aren't we helping anybody? That's like, the, what, a, what a weird, hard for me to empathize battle with yourself. Like, well, I have. The ability to save everybody on Earth, but I don't want to.
3: No, it's isolationism. The whole yeah, idea and, is the internal conflict of isolationism because they and, saw what happened when you get involved.
0: Yeah, and Alex, you saw the end of the movie, right? You realize, like he does. <laughs> Stop end up spoiling up, like,
1: it. Like, it's, spoilers. It's, I don't want to spoil anything, but at the end it's, of the movie, they do spend <laughs> upwards of a hundred thousand dollars to open one school next to a basketball court.
0: So no, at the end of the movie, he puts on a magma hat and he shuts the wall up forever and doesn't let anybody else in. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's a good one. But no, it's like I, I think the 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 ending to it, like I I thought it was a little like, um, oh really you're you're setting up a commu- like a science based community center in Oakland. Uh, that's definitely gonna make a giant change. I would have liked it to have been a little bit more than that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that there's a lot more in the movie than just the
1: So like, okay, why is why is this a superhero movie? Why is he like also I have to go around in the night in this costume being a superhero in the way superheroes always have to, when I have so much better thing like I have so much better things to be doing as a king. Like, having the king also be the vigilante just seems like a really inefficient use of resources. Also, yeah, having the how king have to... the whole have society
3: to... was built! It seems like, oh my god! god.
1: The whole society was like, by the way, also, anyone can fight the king to the death, and then we have to let them Alex, be our
0: king. How did you not movie, think that was going to go badly eventually? Alex, real I... fast. I, I Guys, I've, I've had this conversation with you
3: Okay, before. wrangle him! Wrangle him you out, Anthony!
0: You don't... You don't... <laughs> movies artwork is not a combative experience. You you watch movies with boxing gloves on looking
1: for things to fight. See, everybody likes this movie and no one is talking about the fact that setting up a monarchy where anyone is allowed to murder your king and then they get to be king is just a really bad use of... You just had to see this coming.
2: Why, what do you, what do you have against them fighting to death to uh, on whom to be a king? I was, I would say I would be into the elections more if that
1: happened. No, yeah.
0: Russia I, can't hack a fight, Alex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, I mean, that's literally yes. what they did for the last Olympics. <laughs> was true. If there's one thing they can hack yeah. it's a fight they are great at that i the thing i they have, they have against did, fighting yeah. to the death as a king is like man i just don't want our kings to be the best bullies i want i think a king training in hand-to-hand combat is a real waste of his time he should be learning about tax policy <laughs> there's no taxes in wakanda
3: fine but the point is It was based on a comic book and it was very, very well done. It was very, very fun to the point that you kind of liked it, which is big.
1: (laughs) It's not. I mean, it's not big. I kind of I love a lot of things.
3: I know, but (laughs) no one actually doesn't like Hamilton. Okay, just that's not a thing.
1: I haven't seen it. it. I just don't think that anything my mom loves that has rap in it can be good.
3: I know, we've talked, we've talked (laughs) Hey
1: Alex uh, It's coming to
0: town and Heather and I Were thinking about buying tickets It's only $540 (laughs) Are
1: you down to go? (laughs) If we had the money in the podcast budget That I could bring four people to Hamilton So that we could talk about it And you guys could be mad at me for not liking it I would be so willing to do that What
0: I'm saying is Heather and I are going to get a big trench coat And buy
1: one ticket You want in on this?
0: You want?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'll <laughs> pay for a like, quarter of that ticket. Just, yeah. as long yeah. as I'm in the top third of the stack because I have very weak shoulders.
0: Oh, the logistics are gonna be a little tough to figure out. I don't doubt. I mean, Heather's definitely the strongest. Out of the three of
1: All right, everybody, that is it for our show. Thank you so much uh, for listening. We'll be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about a Neil Breen movie or two. I think probably just one, and we haven't actually picked it out yet. Uh, I'm leaning towards Fateful Findings, but we were this was a sponsorship, and our sponsor told us we could just pick anything that Neil Breen has done. So, um, D- Didn't he
0: have one come out very recently or come out soon? Because I would like to see his, like... What his current skill has in that.
1: Uh, Fateful Findings is his most recent one, I think, which is in 2013. Um, for those of you who don't know Neil Breen, this is a good summary of him as a... Or no, actually, there's a new one. His pass through was 2016, so that's what we could watch for the most recent. Um, uh, but Fateful Findings is the one that's like the cult hit or cult film. Um, here's Wikipedia's first sentence. Uh, Neil Breen is an American actor, filmmaker, as well as real estate agent and architect. So, there you go. That'll tell you a little bit about him. Um, so we're gonna watch some Neil Breen movies. These are sponsored by uh, Joanna from Gdansk. Is this how she wanted. She's like, you could pronounce it in the English way, or you can use this handy pronunciation guide. Um, so uh, that was as close as I can do. But anyway, um, thanks, Joanne, <laughs> um, uh, and also thank you, Jacob with a K from Escondido, for uh, being a meat buddy this week and sponsoring this. A portion of the show and helping keep us floating on the tracks. And thanks to all our meat buddies. If I haven't thanked you individually recently, uh, thank you all of you, including all of the Jacobs with the C. You guys are also great. Redistribute. to com slash meat buddies. You want to be a part. Thanks for being here at Anthony Lopez, part two. Thank you for having me. And uh, at abusive Lisa, thanks for joining us. It's great to talk to you. Thanks for bringing up Hamilton. Uh, and also <laughs> at Moh- Mohanad Elsheki uh, with an N. Don't be racist. Uh, and uh, <laughs> of the three of you, uh, Mohammed is the one who actually uses Twitter. So definitely follow him on Twitter. Yeah, please do. Um, and he does. Hey. He, what, Anthony?
0: Oh, just real, real fast before we completely go out, I've got to get a temperature. What do you think of the new Hamilton Poker by Weird Al? I know that's right up your alley <laughs> in terms of the Venn diagram of everything in this I, world you love the most.
1: I, I loved it. I didn't watch I like it yet. A lot. I, I I'm scared. I I love Weird Al. I ha, like Weird Al is like such an important part of my childhood. Um, but uh, and the fact that he still exists this is just an incredible feat. Uh, and just couldn't. I don't know. I'm just afraid. I don't know. I don't want to feel anything weird. Well, because if I don't like it, <laughs> don't that's boring, feel and everyone hates me for it. And if I do like it, it's just like a weird. Like, what am I gonna where am I gonna put that in my life? I don't know. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Just imagine, like, I just Im- I just got this image of, like, your, like, brain palace, and, like, <laughs> you standing there holding a big vinyl LP. <laughs> like, I like this, but I don't know where to put this. <laughs> well, but seriously, in your <laughs> brain
1: palace, where is your uh, Hamilton parody polka song shelf? Where is that shelf? Uh, next to the pornography
0: and other <laughs> and stuff. Everything
1: <laughs> is next to the pornography. That shelf is too big. <laughs> Anyway, thank you all three for joining us. We'll talk to you everybody next week.